new setup. We're in a new room this year. But like a new room that didn't exist this last true. year this at this, this time. This whole room did not even exist Snap. last year. <laughs> and Bobby snapped her fingers and made it happen. I de- Let's just say. Literally. I- <laughs> years ago now because we worked together for a while i was like we worked together for what four years now yeah full four starting five that's impressive (laughs) for you or me (laughs) people like to work with me (laughs) Uh, i shouldn't say that no i'm not saying you're wrong (laughs) but i will say years ago i was like we need a studio like we need a space where some of this stuff is set up already so it took a while but we're sitting in it now. Right. Yeah. So what we've we're done, we're in, in half of my old office. We cut it in half right. and we made like a little studio here, which was, huh. we use for the sermons mm-hmm. and for some videos. Yeah. Yeah. I did the Eucharist video yeah. this weekend. Yeah. And this is the first time we're trying it for the after party. Yeah. But I like it. I'm already, I mean, I'm sold on you it. You are. Well, I mean, neither you nor I are like, we have pretty big personal space bubbles. So when I sat down, I was like, oh close. my gosh, <laughs> I don't know if <laughs> I true. like <laughs> but we're, here we we're, are. it's a little close I mean, we, do not, it, we do it for the people it's not that bad like <laughs> i mean there's there's some space but we do it for the people yeah. um <laughs> the feet guys specifically in that episode bobby asked me to show my broken toe i don't i think that, no i think about i was the way like which oh I my that gosh broken toe. you're not wearing socks i think that's true. Was true but i couldn't get a sock on over that broken toe that day <laughs> how 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 are the injuries you had a little uh, run on injuries. Yeah, I sliced yes. off the end of my finger. Right, Which house. finger was it? It's that oh, finger. Yeah. It's still. I don't know if you guys can see this. That one. There's like a flat spot because I, I sliced off the end of my finger one day <laughs> while I was doing a project here at the church. I think. Right. No, no, I was cutting you stuff at home. You had a few. You had a few, and then the toe. And I broke my toe. Yeah, there was. A, wasn't there a third? Probably. Yeah. So. But it was a rough. It was okay. a rough summer. It was a rough summer for you, bud. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but here we are, and we're starting a second season, and we're glad to be here. We're glad to be in a new space, mm. a little easier setup. I mean, you do the setup, and I prep the questions. So That works. Uh, it's easier for you now. Yeah, and I think, <laughs> I'm hoping, we'll find out tonight, but I'm hoping it's going to sound a little better. Um, the mics are a little easier for us to set up this time, and the, the lights are a little easier in here. Although right. it looks a little dark on YouTube. Maybe I should have helped the exposure just a little bit more. Uh, I'll oh. You look very nice on your camera. That looks good. Don't forget blacking out on a walk. Yeah, that also did happen. That was a thing. I totally forgot about that one. There was, yeah, this has been a season for you. That was not only for the world. I'm going to count that as the spring. Right. Because there was, it was icy. Yeah. I do remember. It was like Easter season. Right. That's why I made my Easter sermon about falling on the ice. (laughs) Bad choice. (laughs) Bad choice because I was trying to. I thought it would be good, but then yeah. all it was was people who people were like, just so worried. Yeah, people were so worried. They didn't even listen to the other. Yeah, half of that like message. how many fingers am I holding yeah. up? <laughs> and then they just sent me emails about it like, for weeks after. I was like, all right. Okay, everybody. I appreciate Back it. Off. Yeah. <laughs> well, here we are. We're starting the second season of After Party. Mm-hmm. We are we'll just go until we want to take a break. I think that was our. Yeah, I mean, we were thinking about rolling through at least through kind part of, of the fall. We'll take time. a break over Christmas. Yeah. Take a break um, for Advent, maybe. Come back in the spring for a bit. Yeah. Who knows? Winter. Who knows? Winter. Yeah. <laughs> we'll we'll see how uh, well we do. Yeah. I mean, it's our fifth year now going into our fifth year of working together. So we might be like, I need a break. It's a lot of <laughs> right now because everything we talk about is season. So we're like in season seven right. of Commons. And yeah. you're like, yeah, this is our fifth year working together. And our second season of... <laughs> 
after Friday. You're I'm like, like, I can't keep track of all oh, these different calendar. seasons. <laughs> <laughs> you, you want to Stick map this one. all out. What, what season of this it are we on? It is funny in our little culture that we're like, that we talk about the season that we're in. Rather it is than like, like, I, I've never, I've never worked at another church that talks about like season seven or no. season five or whatever. No. Year five or whatever. Right. Yeah. It's funny. I like it though. I was, I was waiting for you to say that. I do. I like, <laughs> I like the rhythm of planning yeah. the year. Yes. Obviously I like that, but I like even just being able to talk about, oh, that happened in season three or that happened yeah. in season four. Yeah. Um, and then thinking about things. Because also when we talk about um, planning the year, this will be the end of seven. And part of my th long-term thinking has been like, at what point do we start rehashing? Oh, the teaching. Yeah, teaching. Like not not pulling out old sermons, but like going back over parts of the Bible that we've already talked about before. Yeah. So to think like, oh, in season one, we talked about this. Right. Well, in season eight, maybe we can, maybe it's time to talk about that again. Yeah. I think it's cool. I mean I'm just thinking about television shows. Yeah. You know, do they return to themes or themes sort of stick with them? Or I don't know. My wife is watching Friends. Oh, really? Right now. I never watched yeah. much of it. She's into it. She likes it. She thinks it's cute. She likes yeah. to watch it when she's like not doing anything too important. Yeah. Like, you Which know, is if, on. She's, if she's with yeah. them and she's playing with the baby and she'll yeah. put that on Netflix and stuff. Nice. So. Uh, Ashley would like you to start Romans again. Start Romans all over again. As soon as we finish. <laughs> she said. <laughs> as soon as we finish it, we just start at Romans. All I mean, basically, it's five years, a five-year cycle of just restarting again. Right. We're doing Philippians this year, Ashley. Um, Ashley. I, I, <laughs> I had ideas about doing Philippians over like two or three years. Okay. But then we decided to condense it into one. Yeah, I like that. But maybe we'll get in there and I'll just be like, no way. I'm Stretch spending, it I'm spending out. seven weeks on Stretch two chapters Stretch it here. out. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure I loved the Romans experiment. Really? Yeah, I don't know. What did you think about it? Oops. They were not my favorite I just one. went to a purple screen there. Sorry about that, but... <laughs> <laughs> Wrong button. I just watched my own face. <laughs> Be surprised by that. Uh, yeah, I... It's hard to say. Yeah. It started before me, so maybe... It's older yeah. than you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, feel old. I didn't. Um, I mean, I, it's not like I liked the idea because then we could give there's no way I wanted to spend 30 straight weeks on the Book of Romans. That's it. Yeah. And I liked that we got to go choices. in that much detail in it. It was a fun shtick. Yeah. Like I like the like <laughs> back to Romans. It's like true. I think you have that up and played it. And up there was I mean, way. there was definitely in the last I would say two years I moved through we moved through a lot of material. Yeah. Like we could yeah, have made that even longer. It. Yeah. So, and yeah, I, you know, after five years, the... I was like, let's get this done. Right. I can see, I can see the importance of it. I think that there were ways that you uncovered mm -hmm. um, ideas that were really important that maybe people like sort of brought all of these assumptions right. with Romans. Yeah. With I them. thought we did good work in Romans. Yeah. I, I agree. You know? Yeah. Um, all of us. I just, I'm just, you know, I wonder about did breaking it up over five years really work? Yeah. Because the other thing is like, if I go back and watch like the first year of Romans, I'm, I cringe a little bit. Oh, I'm yeah. Like, I just, I like, I talk slightly different. And, well, that's fun. You know, like, <laughs> I mean, I was just even looking over my summer sermons yeah. and I was like, oh, really? You said it like I that? I would say that. Why'd you say it like that? <laughs> so <laughs> Which that's is just kind of true about our work. I yeah. Think. And that's where like after seven years, it belongs like, in a I time. Could, we, any of us, we could redo um, oh, yeah. topics that we talked about seven years ago with completely fresh Very eyes. Very different, yeah. So. And our teaching team and different voices. Totally. Different expression too. You know, like I did Revelation in that first year 
I'd love to hear you and Scott take a crack at some of those passages in Revelation. Yeah. So. Yeah, that would be fun. Would be yeah. Fun. Yeah. Okay. Deal. Question. Next year, season eight, Revelation. <laughs> Deal. You know, what um, I have thought about this. Is we are way off track here, but oh, I have thought about. But um, that means we're always on track for after party. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I have thought about uh, coming back to Revelation specifically to do the seven letters to the churches. Oh right, because we moved that. through that fairly quick seven years ago because I wanted to right. talk about the apocalyptic imagery. Right. But there's some really neat stuff in those seven letters and you could do a whole series just in there. Yeah, so, done. There we it's go. First seven year. weeks of season eight. <laughs> mm, <laughs> book it. <laughs> book it. Yeah. Okay, so here we are. Uh, I wanted to begin by sort of taking a snapshot of this moment that we're in uh, and reflecting on it a little bit. We, I mean, we call this after party and we would have typically had a really big party yeah. on Sunday and it does not it did not feel like that. It was lovely. It was. I really enjoyed Sunday. I really enjoyed that we went back to two services, mm -hmm. something about, I mean, we were like, whoa, <laughs> right. This is how we do two services. Sort of right. running around a little bit. Um, but it was, it was fun to kind of be back in it. But so what I wanted to do was let's play <laughs> dissect a tweet. <laughs> so uh, you put a tweet up at the end of the day. And I thought it would be an interesting I'm rolling way. up my sleeves. That has nothing yeah, to do with your get, question. It's, I, it's just, kind of getting warm in here. It's a little warm in here. So it's cold I'm wearing out. two layers yeah. of wool. This, so I'm going to be. This studio is very small. And yeah. we have, there's a lot of lights around right yeah. now. Yeah. Actually, Just, there really are. Yeah, there's a lot of lights, so it's it's hard getting warm in here. I can feel it too. Next, um, next week we may need an air conditioner in here. I mean, just not dress for like 12 degrees, That's true. which is what I dress like an onion in layers. <laughs> you know, we tell kids all the time. Pretty sure. I don't have kids. That's true. You okay. can go with kids, though. You gotta. Yeah. I mean, I like I like them. You do. I think they're great. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna play dissect a tweet. Right. So I'm gonna read sections of your tweet from Sunday, and we're just gonna sort of check in about the moment. I like okay. this. Thank you. <laughs> Good game. Good game, Bobby. <laughs> My youth pastor days really come through. All right. So you said it was definitely a strange day today, and I wondered. Just talk a little bit about that. I mean, we're in a strange moment. Uh, things are different, yeah. but give a little more expression to that. Like for me in particular. You wrote the words. <laughs> yeah, I did. That's true. <laughs> I don't put a lot of thought into my Twitter. I put a lot of stuff on Twitter, whether it's worth paying attention to. I, I don't know. know. Um, I think, you know, I think at that moment what I was thinking about was, that launch is like there's so much work launch is a weird thing too like a lot of churches don't talk about launch yeah we talk about launch every year because we're launching the new season but it's also yeah. a turn for things was that always a plan like you launched yeah like a church plant that that seems like language that really fits for the launch yeah. but were you like also i'm going to bring this back every single year or did it just sort of evolve that way so i had certain things that, you know, I think I think we're struggling with. So this is part of the tweet. I think there's certain things that we're struggling with now at Commons that were very much part of the plan. Um, when I planted, like I wanted, uh, I wanted to get away from people feeling this intense pressure that you've always got to be at church and sort of that we ignored the rhythms of what it's like to live in Calgary. So part of the idea of Commons right from the very start was we were going to have this big launch. And then quarterly, we were going to have these sort of big gathering events. So for us, it's it's launch, it's Christmas Eve, mm -hmm. it's Easter, and it's Stampede Breakfast. Right. And those, if you look at them, they, they map out quarterly in the year. Mm -hmm. And they're like these big gathering points. They're lots of energy. 
And then we go back into a rhythm and you let people sort of find their ebb and flow and then you gather everybody up again and, mm -hmm. and you build that energy up. And that was very much the, by design. In the in terms of place, like your relationship with this place. Yeah, like- Informed for, that. Yeah, it was me thinking about Calgary, thinking about the rhythms here. Yeah, makes sense. Um, you know, I'm sure everywhere September is a big deal, but for whatever reason, I feel that more in Calgary than I did in Toronto. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like in church attendance, people disappear in the summer more than mm -hmm. in other spots because yeah. of our, our weather and right. thing. So, so those were all like very much part of the plan. Um, and you, you let people go and you're just like, hey, we'll see you at the end of the summer and then you come back. But this year it was like, we didn't have that big gathering for people. Mm -hmm. We still put all the work into planning a journal. Mm -hmm. We still did a lot of work you helped we all sat around and we stuffed those journal yeah. envelopes with yeah. you know swag to yeah. send out to people and stuff <laughs> so there's a lot of work but then you don't get this big like payoff and to be perfectly honest some of that's just it's ego and it's excitement because it's mm -hmm. like we put all this work in and 1200 people showed up yeah yeah and you're yeah. like you pat yourself on the back yeah and you smile a little bit and then you get back to work the right, next day right but this was like all that work and then there was no like moment to sort of be like, which we've ah, been we feeling on Sundays yeah. anyways, because we've put a lot of work right. to every single Sunday totally. in this strange time. Yeah. And so, I mean, there has been loss in terms of how we navigated our own sense of joy and, yeah. <laughs> you know, team, yeah. uh, all of those things. But in this moment, especially, right. I think that's really, yeah, very true. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what I was kind of reflecting on Yeah. that sort of the beauty of it because right. it was beautiful yeah but I it like was that. not the same it was different there wasn't yeah. that big moment to sit back and like ah we did that yeah you know i mean th that sunday we broke a thousand yeah the first was, time yeah was that a was that a christmas no that was was that a launch or easter well i mean the was very it? first time we were over a thousand was was a christmas eve okay okay uh, i mean yeah i think it was that but yeah. the first time we did it on a launch sunday it was a couple of years ago yeah but those so. moments were so, so exciting. Yeah, like, like... We, this building isn't that big. So <laughs> exactly. it's almost like an illusion. Yeah. Like how could we have had that many people? Yeah. Um, and you you go all day because it's yeah. like five services, yeah. you know, and it's like at nine o'clock at night. Yeah. You finally sit back. And you're like, ah, yeah. oh, man, I can't believe we pulled that off. Totally. And this year was kind of like, oh, yeah, all right, we, yeah. we did that thing. It was like a little more exciting than some of the <laughs> other because we added a nine o'clock and true. it worked and it felt yeah. really nice. But it was like. Now I'm going to go home. Yeah, yeah. See you on Zoom later. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I was here in the office yeah. for the 7 p.m. And we did the Zoom. And then you're like, all right, bye, everyone. And then I sat in my office for a while. And did I, you shed a tear? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that, but I, I didn't sit in my office yeah, for a while. Yeah, just take like, a moment. Hey, Siri, play my chill mix. <laughs> so. That's one of my favorite things I hear you say sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes i'm like cute there it is that's why i want to do work like if i play my favorites no i know because i work right there yeah, yeah. you work right there hey so you're playing my chill mix i'm like okay he's doing Jared. some work he's rolling he's up his ready. sleeves getting some stuff done yeah. oh gosh it is warm in here <laughs> <laughs> i can just feel it's my true the other thing is getting like behind, so over behind here. this door yeah is all room. that equipment is all like our server and our nas and all our networking equipment and i'm so such a like if you pasty put your ghost. At the bottom of that thing, there's like emanating from outside that door because all our server equipment is in back warm. in there. So. <laughs> okay, so yeah. next part of the tweet. Uh, okay, so it was definitely a strange day today. Yeah. So this is you t tweeting all alone Sunday Listening night. Listening to my chill mix. <laughs> Listening to your chill mix. 
<laughs> to kick off a it's new a season <laughs> at Commons Church. Yep. I don't think we need to talk about that. We've talked right. about it. Um, without seeing all the faces and reconnecting to all of the stories we love. I thought that word choice was interesting, but talk a little bit more about why you said that the way you said it. Well, I mean, I, I'm going to repeat some stuff here, but that was That's mainly funny. that part specifically was about me reflecting on the idea that launch every year mm -hmm. was designed from day one to be the let's all gather back in. Mm -hmm. Let's all reconnect. Let's all get on the same page. We're not going to see everybody every week. Yeah. But I know. Yes. It's like a reunion. Exactly. Yeah. So and not just for us, for all kinds of people. So, yeah, you know, you, we have true. a friend very tall friend who plays some basketball here. Yeah. Um, he's not watching tonight. I know. <laughs> yeah, that. right, right. Uh, <laughs> maybe his wife is watching. But, <laughs> but he, you know, he, he's this guy who's he's very quiet and reserved and stuff. Mm -hmm. But he was like, you know what, I'm a, I'm a little, um, I forget his language. We said, I'm disappointed because launch, it's like, I come back, I see everyone. He's yeah. like, and this year, he's like, I'm going to have to put in more effort to make sure I reconnect with everyone. Fall. I mean, he was being thoughful and he was totally. saying like, I'm, I'm going to do that this year. Yeah. But he's like, church is the place where all my friends from all these different sort of social groups, That's so we all show up in September and we all reconnect and, and then we don't hang out all the time, but we mm -hmm. sort of like, that's our basis for then oh, yeah. how we're going to reconnect mm -hmm. throughout the year. And he's like, I don't know what that's going to be like this year. And that's kind of what I was saying is like, yes. oh yeah, it's, it's not like people are still out there. We can yeah. still obviously connect with them. You don't have that built yeah. in right, moment. Right, right, right. So. Yeah, that's really true. Yeah. When I was growing up in Saskatchewan, the uh, big moment, you'd go, everyone would go home at Christmas okay. uh, to Esterhazy, Saskatchewan, and there'd be a big cabaret, What's a cabaret, a Boxing Day cabaret. It's just like everyone gets really drunk. You like, see your old friends from high school. Like cabernet, like a. No, like a cabaret. Like, I don't know what that is. Like. <laughs> I'm kicking like the dance. <laughs> oh, the cabaret dance. Okay, but it's not that. that. It's oh. just like a dance and a party at the oh. one hall, you know. Okay. But but I I would go not and it was like you you yeah you see these people and was kind of staying in touch over it's it's yeah. I hadn't put those two kinds of events together before. Yeah, that these launch experiences are, are sort of like this. Everyone has come back. Yeah, it's like how was your year? Oh my gosh. See you next year at the exactly. cabaret. People, people ask, like, <laughs> we've had people ask, like, yeah. why do you guys do like the food trucks at right. launch and Easter and stuff? Yeah. And that's what it's for. It's like, because we're all back and we're all here. And that's yeah. another chance to hang out, yeah. talk with people, stand in a line, totally. get some food. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's fun. Yeah. You know, we come to church because we got empanadas. I mean, right. that's not the that idea. That was a good year. Yeah, that was a good year. <laughs> but the idea is like right. it's a connecting point where now we're going to share some stories and yeah. we're going to reconnect. Yeah. And that's going to you know, uh, serve as the basis for the next three right. months of interactions yeah. before the next big right, right, gathering right. point. And so. we, I mean, we were talking about that, that sort of place of those kinds of friendships too. I mean, you're referring more to some older friendships sure. that people have had for a long time, but that place where like church is this place that you can like sort of saddle up alongside somebody right. and have like a meaningful, not necessarily yeah, yeah. super deep conversation, but you can be like, oh, like we're at least on the same page here. Right. Or like uh, you share something of a quality moment together. Together, totally. Uh, that's maybe not with your best friend or, right. you know, that kind of or the hope of, you know, maybe I can develop that friendship. Mm -hmm. This is a nice place to make those relationships. That's and I, I think look that's, around, I'm like, that, I could be friends with that person. Yeah, right. They would be friends with me. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, it's it's an interesting moment of um, like reflection and loss mm -hmm. and hope for, you know, what we can move towards. Okay, that was one of two. 
Like you right. did two yeah, tweets. Yeah, it, it was too long. <laughs> so the next part is, and this is just where you listed the reality of, of the moment we're in. Yeah. So you said, but two socially distanced, mask wearing, in-person services, <laughs> and three more online live stream services later. And I am extraordinarily grateful. <laughs> I don't know why I'm reading I it like that way. I like the flourish. Um, if I could have done that. Thank you. Da, 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 da. Uh, for the work I get to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know what we need to say about that. Do you want to add anything? I mean, I think it's helpful to name it. Yeah. You're you doing some work of naming sure. the, the moment that. It wasn't just the work I get to do. It wasn't that. That's not the end. No, it's not the end. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And the people I get to do it with. Right. Right. So a moment of. Yeah. Gratitude while naming. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's just interesting to sort of name. Again, the strangeness of the day. Yeah. Wearing masks. I know. Socially distanced. Preaching behind a plexiglass barrier. Yeah. Multiple Uh, barriers up there. Yeah. Serving the Eucharist in individually handmade packaged. <laughs> Let's talk about that. We Eucharist. don't have to talk about that. <laughs> by the way, if you were here and you shared the Eucharist with us, Bobby made all of those Eucharist packages. Only by because hand I'm an idiot. With meticulously <laughs> Lovingly, cleaned, that's true. I had I hands. had scraped like I had washed my hands so much that they were chapped yeah. that so day. The, 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 here's <laughs> the side story. We had ordered uh, uh, pre-packaged yeah. Eucharist kits so that they would be sanitary. They didn't arrive in time. They'll yeah. be here, I think, this week. Right. So <laughs> we'll have them later this year. Um, but we didn't. We wanted to go ahead with Eucharist. Yeah. And so, you know, we tried different things. Bobby did some different experiments yeah. and came up with these individual Eucharist kits. Because mm-hmm. the Eucharist is such a, um, I think, beautiful, but also, I think, a very important part of yeah. why we gather. Yeah, it's it's profound. It is. It is. Do you know, for the first time, sometimes... I have to admit, I like I'm waiting always for some sort of more mystical moment in Mm. the Eucharist. And sometimes it's just like, okay, here it is. I'm just doing this ritual. But on Sunday, I had a like for me, an interesting reflection Mm. that was quite personal. But because we haven't experienced the Eucharist that close to what we did on Sunday for a long time. I mean, we've tried a number of different things. We've done them like we haven't done an in-person embodied Eucharist together since March. I mean, yeah. I've always been a church goer. Many different parts of my, you know, tradition or like um, parts of my story are in different traditions. Mm -hmm. But for some interesting moment on Sunday, I mean, maybe it was the work of taking hours to put those packets together. I was really like holding. I grew up Catholic. So even the preparation Mm -hmm. of the elements still holds something quite, um, again, like you know, it's robed and it's, um, it has a, a, a certain reverence to it. I mean, I packaged the grape and cracker in paper bags with washi tape on it. It was not a goblet and a white cloth, you know, all of that. But I had this moment sort of caught up in that moment thinking about I'm, I'm actually, this sounds so weird to say out loud, but I'm like here with all the other parts of myself. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like, in this, this ritual has been in my life as long as I can remember. Mm-hmm. And all of those parts of me are here at the table. And that there's something about mm-hmm. that being extended to the community as well. Like my own diverse totally. self is all here at the table, but all of our diverse selves and, are and, here at the table. And I think this is important because we're not, we're not, um, Sim- we don't have a symbolic reading right. of the Eucharist. Like we have sacramental. A, a sacramental understanding of it at yeah. Commons. 
and as part of our tradition. Um, we don't try to explain that necessarily the same mm -hmm. way other traditions, like the Catholic tradition yeah. does. But our understanding is that, that when we share the Eucharist, this is not just you know, a symbol no. of Christ's body and blood. This is the presence right. of Christ with us in this moment. Yeah. And so I totally resonate, obviously, every time we don't individually make all these things. Yeah. But I do resonate with the experience of um, preparing that moment and getting that ready and realizing that, yeah, I mean, you are facilitating mm -hmm. um, a real encounter with mm -hmm. the risen Christ in that moment yeah. in a, you know, not just in a symbolic right, way, right, but in right. a real way. Yeah. Um, I think that's, you know, I totally yeah. Yeah. resonate with that. Yeah. So. Yeah, what it was. It was funny. I don't know. But it was, I mean, it was a beautiful moment. I thought it was great. I thought it was really cool. Yeah. yeah. But know. again, the weirdness of the moment is that I, I was further, I um, did the invitation and I yeah. was further back from the community right. than I've ever been. You know, I was behind glass <laughs> up on the stage where yeah. in that, on that Sunday, Kevin was standing to mm -hmm. lead. Um, and I was looking out at people in their masks. Mm -hmm. Like I, what, you know, the kind of connection was just located here. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't. Oh, you're smiling. Oh, oh yeah, I yeah. see you're over there. Like it was like, okay, here we are. Yeah. Um, but that there, there that was. Uh, so yeah, you're just expressing that. So we can move on. <laughs> you said here's to year seven. <laughs> but also, <laughs> also, I mean, the one thing I was going to say yeah. is um, when I talked about so two things, the work I get to do. I think you've sort of named that the, mm -hmm. the beauty of the things that we get to do. Like I, um. I really think it is a, like a, a profoundly, I, I love my job. Like I, not just because I work a lot and I'm here, you know, the office a lot, but I like, I really do like what I get to do. Mm -hmm. um, and that comes because of the people I get to do it with. Now, partly, I mean, staff, I mean, our team is just a lot of fun, mm -hmm. but partly it is the community that is shaped and has grown up around here. Because mm -hmm. um, I know yeah. pastors that have a very different experience of what ministry is like, where they feel like, look, this is my calling. And, you know, I don't enjoy this. I don't like this, but I suffer mm -hmm. for Christ or right. something like that. And they think about their job that way. And, you know, maybe there are seasons of that, mm -hmm. but that is not ever my experience at comments. Like I come out of board meetings, like enthusiastic about my job. Right. And I know pastors that, you know, that is the worst part of their job, right. but we have such a supportive community that is enthusiastic about um, the work and enthusiastic about you know, the, the, the life of Christ and the way of Christ, mm. um, you know, who I think will push us and challenge us when they think we, you know, need to reflect on something or do something differently. Mm. But, you know, never do I worry about that coming in a sort of, um, I never worry about the tone or the intention behind those right. types of things. So that's a big part of it too, yeah. um, is the, the weirdness of this moment and the loss of everything that's going on, but still recognizing, okay, yeah. we get to do it in this community with right, these people, right, with right. this team, right? which is a big deal. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And there was something about Sunday too. I was impressed by the experience of like, again, this kind of larger idea, like the, the church, she has persisted. Mm -hmm. Like, and I thought like, oh, oh, we're a part of that. Like, she's not going anywhere. You know, we'll, yeah. we'll, I think we'll keep up, mm -hmm. you know, with the changes needed in this moment, the reflection that yeah. we're doing, the ways that we're sort of pivoting, changing, like using technology. I think this is a, an interesting reformation moment yeah. of like, how do people live their spiritual lives in community while they have to be distanced mm -hmm. and, and what will it look like to return when we can? 
But I just kept thinking like, oh, isn't she beautiful? Like she persists. And that's not to say that like churches won't, like there will be, we've talked about this, there will be churches in our city and across this country, all over the place that won't make it through this time. And like, I grieve that. Mm-hmm. I, I think and it's that a very a real, real communities, yeah. that people who've clung to each other yeah. through tragedy and births and deaths mm-hmm. and marriages, all of that. Um, but also larger, I thought I, she, she will, she will live yeah. on past those moments. Mm-hmm. Like, I, and I don't want to make light of that at all, no, but I understand, you totally. know, that yeah. moment of just like, Oh, the church has been through on yeah. many <laughs> struggles. Uh, commons will survive and, this. And yeah. I mean, this is the beauty. I mean, this is the thing is we yeah. are so blessed. Yeah. Um, the position that we're in as a community and the people yeah. and, and just the strength of the community that, that we're not in danger of not surviving this yeah. like a lot of churches are. Exactly. But I think your bigger point about the larger, the yeah, church, the capital church. C, you know, she's going to be around. She's around. And even, even the time when we won't. Like, yes, you know, exactly. Commons will survive this. Yeah. But there'll be a time when our day is over. Right. My day and your day right. and maybe Commons day. Right. And that's okay too, because right. things live and die and they have they their do. seasons. Mm-hmm. But the church has been around for 2,000 years. Exactly. You know, and we survived a lot. And the, the ritual, the yeah. like coming to the table, mm-hmm. um, welcoming one another with our differences, like that, mm-hmm. that is. I mean, I just love, I loved the ritual on Sunday. Yep. It highlighted again for me, like the larger thing that we get to participate mm-hmm. in. Like I choose that yeah. even for all of the ways that um, a, a church hurts the world. She heals mm-hmm. the world, yeah. you know. Anyways. Cool. <laughs> That's a lot of the one time. <laughs> so just listening we, to my chill mix. <laughs> alone in this building on Sunday. Oh, I miss the empanadas. Um, okay. So we're, we're going to try to wrap it up at eight 45. It gives us about 10 more minutes. Yeah. We're thinking about, I, we were going, we were targeting an hour last year and some went longer, some went shorter. I think yeah. this year we're going to try and target 45. Some yeah. might go longer. They're yeah. not going to go shorter, <laughs> but, <laughs> but we're going to try 45. Also, I'm just so overheating in here. I know the next time. <laughs> We'll get some uh, airflow or something. I uh, just have to. Okay. Okay. So let's talk about um, the series. We started a new series and it's about questions. It's called Strange Exchange. And you kicked it off on Sunday with the first question. Mm -hmm. Well, the context is questions Jesus asks the people around him, the people. Uh, And so the first question that we were talking about was. Who do you say I am? Okay. So, by the way, when Let's, you talk about the people, it just reminds me. Because that's my son calls everyone at oh, church does he? all the time. Oh, does he? talks about that. He's like, yeah, you should tell that to the up. people. <laughs> I think it's a hilarious <laughs> phrase. <laughs> uh, so, Strange Exchange. Um, why this series? Why now? Yeah. I mean, you, I think, already threw this question at me as a... Oh, we lost a camera. That's all right. Okay. We just don't have this one anymore. Oh, it's interesting. Fine. It's fine. Turn it off. I'm going to try and turn it back on and see if we got it. Um, I don't have a great answer for this one. Mm. Like it's, it's not like we shaped this um, series for this moment or no. for COVID or anything. Um, but I do think this is a season. So it, it wasn't shaped because we wanted to talk about questions during COVID. But I think it is a question where we're all sort of asking questions and we're open to thinking about things in a new way. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the interesting things about Jesus is the ways that he kind of... Um, so I used a Bonhoeffer quote this week. Yeah, at the you beginning. Know, yeah, at the beginning. This idea that Jesus sort of defies social conventions when he doesn't feel like they're useful. 
Mm, You know, and Bonhoeffer is like, do not be afraid of this freedom, even when it seems the negation of all order and piety. You know, it's Bonhoeffer thing. That's what he talks. But, I, you know, I just like that idea that, okay, we're in this moment where, um, you know, a lot of things are the negation of order and piety and the things that we're used to, you know. And so how does Jesus sort of cut through all that anyway to get us to think about new ideas and stuff? And I thought... Let's let's go after that. Let's ask some questions of Jesus. I wanted to start with our so every year we have an Old Testament series, a New Testament yeah. letter, and a words of Jesus. I wanted to start with the words of Jesus. Yeah. I just felt like it was a good place to start right now. <laughs> uh, we don't always do that in the fall. Right. In fact, we've we've done Old Testament narratives a lot yeah, in the fall. That's true. But I kind I just wanted to start with Jesus. And okay. I thought this uh, this whole idea of the way Jesus interrupts our moments mm-hmm. with questions yeah. felt like Okay, not as a direct response to COVID. It just felt appropriate right yeah, now. Yeah, okay, I like that. You know? I mean, I think this is the beauty of the planning meets yeah. the moment. Yeah. Like, I think that, again, we're back to a larger tradition, mm-hmm. uh, like a ritual of having a plan. I right. mean, the Jewish community has done this for mm-hmm. a long, long time. Uh, Catholics, um, mainline churches have a lectionary mm-hmm. that they follow. Uh, they don't change that, but it has a profound way of still meeting a moment. Like you're planning right. and the moment in careful reflection and I'd say prayer, yeah. you end up being like, oh, this is a perfect series for this moment. You know, we I mean, have it so much for it us. Really it really does. So it's an interesting like to plan and to stay flexible, yeah. like holding those things together. Yeah. And there's sometimes where it's like um, I would say. Uh, you know, a thing happens in the world or the community and you're like, oh, we can shape this in a way and that's beautiful. Then there's times like your How to Be Angry series that just like emerged in a moment where it was like the world was angry and saying like these things need to change and just needs to happen. You're like... How does that come together? Like, right, not right. just that, not just that just you bring like that me idea working to the out table. my own anger for yeah, three but, years, and I was like, I want to talk about this. Table, yeah. But that, we're like, we put it at that moment right. in the yes, year. Like, it was, yes, you know, sometimes yeah. things happen. And you're just like, it's a little spooky. Right. Yeah. Um, but generally, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Generally, as a rule, I think what you're talking about is is really beautiful. That space yeah. where it's like, if you have a thoughtful plan, yes, that has been prayerfully pulled together from and we do it in relationships and in community too we're always kind of moving that through there's enough voices in there Mm -hmm. then you know that as as the year unfolds there's going to be room to massage things yeah to meet the moment yes without needing to toss that yeah now i think i had to do that i think if um one of us planned the whole year on our own i don't i think i think we would struggle with that more Mm -hmm. um and i think we've also learned things about how do we give ourselves flexibility and what does that look like right it is an interesting thing to plan that far ahead. Um, I mean, I I love the personal questions. So <laughs> I warned you about this. <laughs> uh, but I, I'm curious about your own relationship with questions. Because mm-hmm. I, I feel like I know your relationship with answers. You know, like... <laughs> but I was thinking about it myself. Like, like what is my relationship with questions? Mm -hmm. Like what are the questions that have like stopped me in my tracks Mm -hmm. or been like really important that people asked me? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I mean, you, you said to me, I don't know, a couple of years ago, like, what do you want? Mm -hmm. You know, what do you want to do? You know, it just in Mm -hmm. terms of my role. And that was a really important moment for for someone to be like, Oh, you care about like (laughs) what I 
not just like what I can do, but like what I want to do, you know, that felt like an important question yeah. moment for me. Like, what is your, can you think of any, any, like a mm. moment where somebody asked you a question and it just kind of like did yeah, that in I your mean, world? You know, I can, I'm not, now I'm trying to think through what yeah. I want to talk about I know. <laughs> or if I want to talk about that, <laughs> but I, you know, I do, um, as I think, in the back of my head yeah. about what I'm willing to talk about. Right. That's um, I do think questions have a profound ability to sort of stop us in our tracks mm -hmm. and say, you know, what is really going on? Mm -hmm. What's really important to you? Yeah. You know, what are you really pursuing here? Mm -hmm. You know, and again, okay, so without, you know, going into a whole lot of personal detail, I, you know, I do remember, I think we talked about this actually. Oh. What was I doing? I came across, I was cleaning up my Evernote and I came across yeah. notes from a session I had with Life Coach okay. um, 10 years ago. So it was in 2009. So it was, it was just last year. Um, but it was like, you know, what were my one year, five year, right. 10 year goals? And I was sort of looking back on that. Yeah. But I remember um, the work I had done, you know, over months in those conversations, but particularly as I sort of compiled it down and put it into my Evernote. The thinking about like what do I want to do, mm -hmm. and then I looked at some major life changes that have happened to me in the last ten years, like in the last decade. Mm -hmm. um, you know, that's where Rachel and I decided, you know, to do kids and family and mm -hmm. do adoption and to leave my job and start a new church and mm -hmm. you moved houses, you know, moved houses um, which was also you know, a big choice because we moved we moved from the suburbs to inner city yes. and we downsized, but yeah. we increased our mortgage at the same time. Right. And, you know, like, I mean, these were all sort of big choices. Mm -hmm. um, but looking at those in the light of what I had, what I had said I wanted in response to somebody's question 10 yeah. years ago right. and seeing how the scary choices that I had made were not random. Right. They were in response to a question of what yes. do you want? Yes. And then thinking through, you know, how do I get to those places right. and what does that look like? Right. And I'm not saying my life is you know, exactly what I envisioned now in this moment. I mean, in some ways it's better. Mm -hmm. um, but I do think, I think the right person that you yes. trust yeah. to ask you the right question yeah. when you're vulnerable enough to hear it, yeah, right? Because we probably hear questions all the time that just bounce off of us. I think those have profound, I just whacked the table there, profound impact on who we are, who we become, how we think about mm -hmm. ourselves. Um, and I think that's really, I think that's really important. Yeah. You know, I think, I think the moment you stop having people around you that ask you hard questions yeah. um, and hard doesn't mean like they're going after you. No. Hard can mean what's important to you. Yeah. Right. Cause that's a hard question to answer sometimes. Yeah. Um, but the moment you don't have those people around you who feel comfortable to sort of ask, I think it gets really hard to grow and change and continue on. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that's when you become stagnant. Then you become less creative and I think yeah. you just become less interested in what you're doing. Yeah. The um, other questions that I was reflecting on before this, um, the, the ones that came to mind were actually like of a different nature. Like they came from people like, kind of didn't like to listen to. Oh yeah. And yeah. But they were still really important questions. Right. Like they were still a really important conduit for something I needed to hear. Mm -hmm. Just the question and the timing. Even mm -hmm. though I was like, that person shouldn't have and didn't really have that much influence. I yeah. you know, there's some humor to it. Yeah. Like I can look yeah. at it and be like, I was working at a church that didn't really like mm. did uh, 
did not support women in senior leadership. But there was one voice who said, have you thought of seminary? Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, and really mm -hmm. encouraged me towards, they shouldn't have done that, right. but did, and it changed my life. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, it's kind of hilarious mm -hmm. that uh, something about me and that, I can remember exactly where I was sitting. Mm -hmm. I can remember where that person was standing. Like it was still, it didn't have to have all of the right circumstances for that question to still matter to me and to like right. intersect my life in a really important moment. Yeah, I, I totally yeah. can resonate with that. And yeah. I think the, the difference becomes, um, you know, are you in the moment where those words mm -hmm. are ready to connect with you? Yeah. You know, sometimes, you know, you need the right person. Sometimes you're going to just ignore yeah. those things. But yeah, sometimes we're just we're just primed. And again, that's, you know, to go back to language we were using before. I mean, that's that is the spirit of God. The divine presence is always around us. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't I don't think I don't think of spirit in the sense of um, that sort of like charismatic the spirit of God prompted this person to ask this no, question of you in I this moment. Either. I very much resonate with the idea of spirit being the one who's like, pay attention to that. Yeah. Like, listen to these yeah. things. Yeah. You know, I don't think spirit makes us do anything or right. like, you know, like, you know, hokey stuff like these that. These sort but of marionettes. Yeah. Just kidding. Exactly. Along too. But I do believe that that being attuned to the spirit around us is, mm -hmm. you know, what are we paying attention to? And right. I know in my life, there's times that I'm, aware and there's times that I'm not yeah. there's seasons that I'm not there's seasons yeah. I'm just not right you know for whatever reason there's too much stress or there's too much mm -hmm. anxiety and I'm just mm -hmm. not aware of yeah the words that are um, pushing me and challenging me yeah but in those moments where you are that's that those are really powerful moments yeah so all that to say questions we're gonna do this for weeks uh, weeks and weeks <laughs> it's gonna be uh seven more I get comfortable with questions. Yeah, there's some uh, good ones. In oh that. yeah, I think it's. I really think it's a, a great some series. Good ones, but they, I mean, well, this one I started working on it, but there's some tough ones too. Yeah. So, and tough stories. To and exactly, out how to like with. that's what I like about it. it's yeah. kind of wild. They're unruly. Yeah. They're like whoa. Yeah. Like, I I read, you know, doing research this summer. Um, there's a couple of different ways you can count Jesus' questions. Yeah. You know, but oh yeah, you put a number in the sermon. Yeah, I used one. Time. But one count, 307. That was another wild. one was 289, I think, in okay. a different book that I read. Okay. Yeah, you because know, um in Greek there's no punctuation. So, yeah. I mean, what's a question? Yeah. You know, it gets a little tricky, but interpretation. Um, exactly. But around there. Yeah. But then when you go to how many questions did Jesus answer? Oh. Um, most people put it somewhere between three and eight. Woo! that he answers directly with an answer oh. instead of like telling a story yeah, or yeah, something yeah. like that. Oh, like he, man, I love that. He gets questions and he tells stories yeah. a lot. That's how I live. Which are, People ask me questions all the time and I just tell stories. Yeah. <laughs> but, but a question, a story is another type of question, right? Like a story yeah. is an invitation yes, to exactly. you know, what's going on. Or you get Jesus saying, you know, they're like, um, who's your neighbor? Yeah. You know, and Jesus tells a story. You yeah. know, or, you know, and, and he just throws it back at people. Okay, well, here's the story. What do you think about yeah. that? So Okay, we are over time, but are we I okay? do I but I actually want to keep going. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so we gave ourselves I, the freedom. I, I was the one who was like, guys, just a heads up, we're gonna wrap it up <laughs> enough. 
45 minutes <laughs> and we're not, but I actually did want to talk about what you did with, oh, yeah. um, your, I called it in my notes, your imaginative conjecture right. of like Peter making this affirmation mm -hmm. of who he thinks Jesus is when asked the question. And you really painted a scene mm -hmm. like, you know, I think he walked around with this question. Right. I can't remember your, your words, but you know, something you, you quote you, things, <laughs> things I said, uh, yeah. uh, but it was lovely. It was beautiful. Yeah. Like how, and it, it really helped me step into the story. Mm -hmm. It was very imaginative. And I wanted you to talk a little bit about that, like sort of the Liberty to use our language in really imaginative ways and for that to still be like appropriate mm -hmm. um, exegesis or yeah. however you want to. Yeah. I mean, I think the, I mean, I'm for it. Don't no, you know, yeah, yeah, totally, it. totally. I think, yeah. um, well, yeah, I think, I think trying to figure out what's going on between the lines yes. is one of the most fascinating things about scripture. Yeah. So that's really fun language. Why is Jesus, why is Jesus asking, what do people say about the son of man? Yeah. Like why? Well, my, so my assumption in reading this story was I'm going to take all these questions as if they're real questions. Yeah. Like I think sometimes we read them and we're like, Jesus asks, who do people say okay, the son of man like is? This, and, yeah. and we treat it like it's not a real, he doesn't really want to know that. Right. Like it's just a, yeah, I'm like, no, well, I like if he this. wants to know, right? Like, why wouldn't he want to know? Right. What people so you were saying like took it, took yeah. the question, and you walked out what it was yeah, like. Yeah, I tried to yeah. like, I tried to go through that conversation yeah. as if, if Jesus and his friends are there and he asked them those questions, if this is a real conversation, yeah. What would he be trying to get out of this? What would right. he be thinking about? What's going on? And then I tried, and that's where I got into like looking at the feeding the four thousand because I'm trying yeah. to like, well, what's even going on in Jesus' mind right yeah, now? Right. So yeah. So I like read a bit those. more, and I'm like, okay, we well, just fed four thousand people, and no one like blinked. Right. You know, like if so you read the story, really, yeah. like, nobody even pays attention. Right. They just keep eating. Yeah. The, the disciples are like, holy cow, like, how'd you do that? Everyone else is just like, whatever. So I'm like, maybe Jesus is just like, guys, does anybody know? Like, are they paying attention at all? Right. And then like the whole idea of Jesus just being like a little bit insecure. Oh, man. And, and insecure is maybe not the right word, but right. like. Like, is this working? Right. You know, are they paying it? Like, right. I'm like, that's fascinating right. to me. Right. That seems so human. It's so human. Yeah. You know, I think the line I used was the, um, um, Jesus asking his friends if he's misunderstood is one of the most relatable moments in the gospel. Right. Like, to me, a Jesus who's like, do people get it? Right. Like, you guys. You yeah. guys do, right? Right. So then. Don't you? Yeah. Don't so you? Exactly. So then yeah. you went to your there. Yeah. Yeah. And you've already got a Jesus sort of wondering about what are people saying. Yeah. Then you're like, oh, I think the next one's a real question too. Yeah. You know, like, right. I think he wants to know what they think. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's relationship. So that's yeah. relationship. Jesus yeah. wants real answers. Yeah. It's real relationship. Exactly. What kind of friend asks a question and doesn't actually yeah. want to hear the other And then person giving answer. yourself mm -hmm. the freedom to say, like, what would be going on? Yeah. Now, you, uh, you said, where's the line between that and good exegesis? Yeah. And I think that the question there is just, do you hold your imaginative reading open-handed? Yeah, beautiful. You know? Yeah, I love that. Like, I don't, uh, you know, I would not hold anything in my theology about whether, you know, Jesus had some anxiety about whether people knew who the Son of Man was mm -hmm. as a core part of my theology. Yeah. As an imaginative reading that right. helps me connect to the Jesus um, of the Gospels, then, then go for it. Yeah. You know, lovely. Yeah. Don't build yourself on the stuff that you fill in between the right, lines, but right. go ahead, fill in between the lines, yeah. play with it. And it might be so good for your soul. So good for your soul. And then you might come back a year later and you might fill in different things. Right. Totally. It, right? That's so. the beauty of the scriptures. Yeah. Um, I think we are glitching a little okay. bit. So 
Maybe it's this time to great. just wrap it up. Maybe that's what it's. Maybe we're it's telling back. us that we're it's too back. hot in here. I know. And our equipment is like, I can't take it anymore. I know. You know what? It's funny though because I'm seeing it fine on yeah. our YouTube feed over here. But yeah, someone. Yeah, Ashley was like freezing now. Can hear you, but not see you. Not sure. Well, if it's working, but we went over time anyway. Yeah. Anyways, it's great. Um, what are you grateful for? What are you grateful for? Um. I, yeah, I don't want to like just say the church again because we already talked about that. Get original. So, yeah, I know. <laughs> but, um, I mean, go be real. Whatever is whatever comes to mind, go with that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Boring. <laughs> no, I was trying to think of something real. Um, so it was, I mean, this is a bit of a mixed one. It was uh, M's birth mother's uh, birthday on Saturday. Oh. Uh, but we weren't able to see her this week. But I think just... So that, that was sort of a down thing. But I am very grateful for the relationship that we're building with her, yeah. um, even in the midst of COVID and, and all of this distancing stuff, the chances that we've had to reconnect with her yeah. a little bit and build that relationship. And it's it's really quite, uh, there's something really beautiful there. So I'm, I'm really grateful for that because, you know, this is a, this is a whole other conversation. But um, anytime you step into any type of open adoption, especially one that's complicated like this one, mm -hmm. there's a lot of questions. And there still is a lot of questions yeah. about how things will unfold. And things will continue to change. Exactly. And things yeah. still could be, I'm sure there will be okay. darker seasons and brighter seasons again. But I am very grateful for this first six months and how full of, of grace it's been. So, mm. yeah, that's what I'm thinking about right now. Nice. Um I am grateful. I mean, I, I talked about this a lot when we were in our last season, but Jonathan and I moved into a house yes. and I mean, we're, we're adjusting to that. There's, I mean, I joked about it today in some conversations about like, turn the heat off. We're not ready to pay for all of this. <laughs> we, we lived in 500 square feet before and like <laughs> our bills were very different, <laughs> but it, but what it's done for us to have more space mm -hmm. um, outside and inside is really nice. It's really fun to see my partner like flourishing cool. in his home space. I really, I've loved that. So I'm very in his basement. For that. He has love it. It's quiet down there. He doesn't have to answer. I want to come hang out in the basement, right? especially when it's so hot. A few <laughs> times it. I was like, I'm just gonna call David. Yeah, see if I can come you hang would out. love it. I'm like, well, you don't actually, have to talk. We can just yeah, like sit it. beside each other. <laughs> oh my god. We can cheers each other every <laughs> once in a while without saying anything. It'll be perfect. You can go out and have a cigarette with him out back. That's right. <laughs> 